0: Thanks for checking out the Community Recap Podcast, where there's no cap in all truth, as we discuss various aspects of the Christian life and look back to our past Sunday sermons to discuss what we can learn from them. Let's tune into this week's episode of the Community Recap Podcast. Okay, so we have some big news this week on the podcast. Come on, man. We got a name.
1: Be, yes, yeah. It, I, I knew it was coming. We got a name. I knew it was coming. It was just a matter of matter of time, you know. Yeah, just wait patiently, but be still. And know that. And know so, yeah. that
0: our podcast name is coming,
1: and it's here. Um, the community recap,
0: no cap, all truth, all truth. That's right. I, I don't lie. even. I don't even know if you can get better than that. That's a good one. If if we could, we would have.
1: That, if we could have, we would have. That's right. And That's so good. There it is. So welcome That's, to the community recap podcast, man. We're well, glad good. to have you with us uh, For, as we talk about things, all things community, all things um, pertaining to the church and to Christ and uh, just the world that we are living in as believers. And so I, I think this will be good. I hope individuals enjoy it. You know, I think. Uh, I think my mom will listen. She your number one supporter. I, I think she'll listen. We'll we'll find out. Probably not. back. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what she <laughs> else she's got
0: going on. If, if I told my mom, over she not. for sure would listen. Yeah, we'll tell her. No. Yeah, we we need all the support that we can. M- get. It may get unhealthy. Yeah. Um, how you
1: been, man? How's your week been? <sighs> Fantastic week. So anything got to, fun? Uh, well, last week, kind of ended the week, going into the weekend. Uh, I had a couple sick kiddos, um, but. Uh, Started to turn a corner um, late Sunday, m- Monday, uh, not more Monday-ish. Uh, but had a good fourth, got to see some fireworks. Um, then yesterday, the 5th, I got to um, celebrate Tyler's eighth birthday, so Ty Ty went and uh, saw a movie. Took him to to see the Rise of Gru. How was it? Um, I if we're going on a scale of one to ten, I get six and a half. Oh, I think they went to the well one too many times. Okay, yeah, won the fan. I mean, it was all right. kind of the fantastic. same thing. For yeah, every movie. basically, just kind of. Put them in different little spots, locations, but the same kind of antics, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to Incredible Pizza for a little over four mm. hours. And so, oh yeah, yeah, yep. that, uh, so. Four hours. Oh, Lord, and I felt every one of them.
0: At least it's a buffet.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, not very good pizza, but. No, nah, uh, not great. I guess they won't be sponsoring us.
0: We are not sponsored by. Yeah, they
1: will not sponsor us after that. But <laughs> that. Uh, I, I will say it was awesome celebrating him. He had a fantastic time. We had a great time. Good, um, good. and
0: so uh, it, it, it was a good day. It was a good. The day. real question is, did you spend money on fireworks?
1: No, I man, I just I don't. I know it sounds maybe cheap of me. Uh, But I let everybody else around me do that, and my neighbors, in my neighborhood, they get after it. They really get after it, and so we just sit on our back, um, in our backyard, on our back patio, and and we just watch the show. And, I mean, it's it's impressive. It's impressive. We
0: didn't really know what to expect this year. Uh, This is the first year in our new house, and so, (coughs) you know, two, three days before, people... They'll shoot off yeah. a couple here and there, but we didn't yeah. know what to expect, right? So we bought the sparklers and the uh-huh. little pop things. yeah I like the smoke. The bombs. smoke balls. Yeah, yeah. The smoke bombs are great. <coughs> but yeah, I like that. Lo and behold, we had an absolute wonderful show. Yeah. Like we sat they on the put driveway, it on, huh? And it was ever just year. blow it up, yeah. I was. I looked do over it, at Alex it, and I said, "You know, there's people who this is their one thing a year." They save their money for them. yeah, like the oh man, there's and some it's people in these are, moments you really appreciate those people, yeah, because yeah. you ain't trying to spend hundreds right. and hundreds of dollars. Pray, in,
1: praise the Lord for them, and anybody. man, it was we, it was good. It was good, yeah. man. It was uh, it was a good um, good deal uh, Monday celebration for us. Yeah,
0: so. well, I thought Sunday went well, man. It was cool to see kind of a. Kind of a big crowd for summer. Yeah, man, really yeah, good crowd. I'm,
1: a, I'm excited of kind of what God's been doing in the life of our church uh, this this summer. Um yeah. go ahead and share share what happened visiting. this week. Some and cool so, stuff. So, well, you know, Sunday we heard that um, uh, we had a hundred thousand dollar gift given to to the building, and so man, that is just wow. phenomenal and so uh, i took yesterday off um to spend the day with with tyler and, and family celebrating him and so i came in this morning and um had a conversation with pastor brian he shared with me that in the mail uh yesterday he received another one hundred thousand dollar won't check. he do it? yeah won't he do it uh, so praise the lord man just in two weeks Two hundred thousand dollars have come in for for the building, along with other individuals' faithful gifts, and, yeah. and it's just exciting to see um, uh, just everybody contributing what they can, and just that sacrificial gift, and it you know makes me look, and I pray everybody else look and say what. Maybe what could I stretch yeah. a little bit to give? What yeah. what could that
0: look like to help us get in? It's kind of like uh, in in basketball or baseball, right? When one person gets hot, kind of the whole team gets hot. Yeah, they want a little bit That's of the piece right. of it. That's right. And so, so when you see that money flow in, you kind of get yeah. that. That's right. Okay, what can I do? Mentality.
1: Yeah. And so I think we got some different things coming up as far as uh, you know campaign goes for finish the task that can hopefully mobilize some some of that. But praise the Lord, man. He's stirring people's hearts. And so So it's exciting to see um, students down at Falls Creek already got great reports about what has been transpiring with our students that headed down to Falls Creek. um,
0: So, man, it's good. Just praise the Lord for what's happening here at Community. Yeah, it's been great. Well, let's talk about Sunday. Um, Let's do that. Revelation 5, the title of your message was The Deed to Earth. Yeah, and we were kind of talking offline before this, um, I, I learned something or was uh, put in a position to take your viewpoint on the seven seals on the scroll and how right. it's not just one open one. You find another, open another, right? right. So it's seven all well, the way across. What those little Russian dolls
1: called? I can't remember what those things are called. Oh, uh, there's a doll inside, inside of a, inside doll. a doll. Yeah, yeah that's how a I lot of people know. tend to kind of view it. But uh, I really think that you know Roman antiquity speaks to the fact that that's, that's probably not accurate. It, it's probably a scroll that has seven seals on the outside lined up, one beside the other yeah um and the contents are on the inside and then a summary of what is contained in that scroll is on, written on the outside yeah. so it says that it was written both inside and out that's probably a pretty accurate picture of what uh John was seeing
0: yeah and but what his readers would have been well I think uh, for me too I mean I, I I love that I learn new things every time um you you teach but um, this was very one of those things that's just kind of like huh like you yeah. never really thought about what yeah. it looked like per se, you know. Um, but giving that distinction and having your little paper with the dots really kind of brings clarity to, yeah, do you, you like know, that? things that you uh, read. Made that? that was, was
1: superb. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you, man. It was really. Thank you. Thank you. Really and good. thank you
1: to a uh, little community for providing the orange stickers.
0: <laughs> and it's not that everyone holds that viewpoint, correct? I mean, no.
1: You know, there are some other individuals that uh, you know are um, that would hold a lot of the. Um, uh, interpretation that I hold as far as the Book of Revelation, that would say that you know the, the contents of that is not a will or a deed of saying who uh, the earth belongs to or you know what the inheritance is. Um, that it's just it contains the various seals and the various judgments that are going to come along uh, within them, and that that is what the contents of the scroll are. Um, but I do think there is, you know, historical precedent that, that shows uh, the reality that, I mean, even like Caesar Augustus and uh, em- the, the emperor uh, Vespian, um, Vespasian, I forget how you pronounce uh, one of the Roman rulers anyways, um, they, they have, you know, written down in antiquity. Um, a description of their uh, wheels that they left behind and they were scrolls sealed with seven seals and and really Roman law from what I understand is that uh, a a will or inheritance had to be sealed uh, with with seven seals and typically you know uh, that would um, uh, be documented in such a way that that Nobody could forge it is kind of what the... Uh, the Authenticity there couldn't be a fake, of it. Yeah, to, just to make sure that, that it was all, all authentic.
0: Yeah. That's cool, yeah. Just those little nuggets you learn yeah. and you take away and stuff. But but one thing I wanted to kind of start our uh, recap on was um, there's such this unique... Um, it's one of those moments where you kind of like put yourself in that mind frame of... Um, You know, when John was writing this, like the emotion or kind of the feeling behind it. Um, So you have verses 1 through 4, and it's it's disheartening. Um, You know, let me just read a little bit of it. It says, uh, who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it Verse 4, and I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. You see the sadness. You see the the depth of um, eagerness, just yeah. wanting who is going to be able to do this. And there's such a dramatic shift that takes place in between verses 4 and 5. I really kind of I saw that differently this week, yeah. um, just the emotion side of it. Um, because then it says, verse 5, uh, one of the elders said to me, weep no more, behold. Yeah. You know, and you kind of even played into that, like as believers, like weep no more, like we have a solution, right? And then and then you went into this, you know, verses 5 through 8 of Jesus is that solution, right? right. Um, talk about that a little bit, like just a little bit of... How does that maybe? I don't know. Could you put that into applicable terms, practical terms for us today, or yeah, how would you want to kind of? I mean, I think in a way it's uh, you know it it paints the picture of
1: um, our life spiritually before Christ, and then in Christ, we're, we're searching, we're we're seeking. I mean, that's really, I think, speaks to the context of it being a deed to the earth or a, a will and an inheritance of what. Um, you know, God is, is giving to the rightful, worthy one who is going to be able to set the world free from the curse. I think we're all searching and, and, and seeking and, and looking. And it's when you don't have Christ, when you're looking for all of those uh, answers to worries and anxieties, and you're looking for peace, and you're looking for the things in the world um, to fulfill you, it's disheartening because once you once you kind of find it, it's like, well, that, that's not worth That's not what I'm looking for. That doesn't have the capabilities to suffice. Yeah. Even though maybe temporarily it does, but it, pretty soon you learn that th- this isn't it. And that amount of money that I thought was gonna make me happy, maybe it's just a little bit more. You know, it, it, this person, well, you know, maybe they had just a few more flaw, uh, you know, a, a few less flaws in them. If it, So it's gotta be somebody else, you know? Right. And it, It's all these different types of things that leave us disheartened, and I think the world feels like that, you know, especially right now. I think there's a hopelessness in the world of, you know, everything is just awful, Uh, and apart from Christ, it is, right? Without Christ, you you, you are in that mourning, if you will, Uh, but that's the beauty of the transition out of verse 4 into verse 5 is, but there is a lamb. There is a solution. There is hope, and and He is alive, slain but standing, right? The the idea that He was crucified but, but resurrected, and so Uh, You know, I I think the application for us is just that reality of of what you are focusing in on. Are you focusing in on on the turmoil and the brokenness of this world? Are you focusing in on the uh, victory of Christ, right? And so even in the midst of the turmoil of the world, if our focus is on the reality that God did provide a lamb for us, that we are saved and redeemed and that we are new creations in Christ Jesus— it really takes us out of the turmoil of our situations, and it helps us to be planted firmly on that foundation that is Christ. And so, you know, I, I think it's just a reminder. It's almost a rehearsing of the gospel. You yeah. know, um, that that helps us uh, each and every day, just to be reminded there is a Lamb. I don't have to do it. It's not up to me to be worthy. He's worthy. He's victorious and so I can I can rest in that and there's a lot of peace that comes comes with that.
0: Yeah, especially in a in a day and an age and a culture. I know specifically for me anyway, it's like I want to be worthy, I want to be noticed, I want to be good enough, I want you know, like there's this almost self righteousness that right um I think we all kind of tend to, you know, whether we really recognize it or not. Um, we want to be liked. You know, we want right. to be... So sure. there is there is this um, pressure, I guess, of, man, am I worthy to be your friend? Yeah. Am I worthy to do this? God's, you know, uh, just clearly calling me to do this, but am right. I worthy enough of that? Like, yeah. that is such a thing that I think Christians in the church wrestle with on a daily basis. And when you truly, like, uh, you know, we say this a lot, just place whatever burden anxiety Whatever it is at the foot of the cross, and let, go and let, God. let go, let go, let go, let go. Um, the freeing that that does, but it's like, um, it's a question of like, why don't people actually do it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's um, it's <coughs> you 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 talk about it. it's so easy to, um, be involved and always kind of like surround yourself with turmoil and chaos and right. negativity because it's all over the place, right? And so I think the intentionality of where is your focus? Mm-hmm. Like, because you you are you are the captain of your ship. <laughs> like you can tell yourself, I am going to do this. I'm actually not going to do this. I mean, right? I mean that we do have this control over what we watch, what we say, what we do, right. what we focus upon. Um, as believers, and it's so easy because we're, you know it's our sin nature, right? It's so easy to fall into that. Uh, I've lost focus, I'm, I'm too busy, you know So uh, maybe maybe if you could give uh, you do every week, but but I think if people are here it kind of in a different way, what is I mean, what is a practical thing that we can do to? Keep our attention and our focus on Christ. Yeah, read your Bible. Yeah, dude. But it's like, how do you rehearse the gospel daily? Like you're saying, maybe it's not going and sharing the gospel. But how would you? What are some things that you could actually do?
1: Yeah, I think it. I think it really just, you know, one. I think the words that come to mind are, you know, control um, and uh, complicate competition really i mean control in the sense that um i think we want to con- the reason why i think we have a, a hard time really letting go and leaving things at, at at the foot of the cross and understand that it's not me being worthy uh for god's salvation uh it's not even me being worthy to fulfill the calling that he has laid on my life because we're not worthy that's the grace of god uh, that, that's the beauty of, of, of the gospel. And so I think that I mean, that grades against our flesh because we want to be in control, not in the sense that you were talking about. We want to be in control of our life. We don't want to be in control of the scenario. We want to be in control of the stipulations of who gets to do what and why and, and those various different types of things. And so I think that you know um, one of the ways that we can move past that in, in the rehearsing of the gospel, meaning reminding myself that Um, I'm a sinner. Um, Apart from Christ, there is no good in me, Uh, but God loved me enough to send His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me, and my faith in Christ assures me eternal life uh, according to God's Word. And so uh, the simplicity of the gospel, we tend to complicate it. It can't be that easy. Too good to be true. Yeah, right? So we start adding all these other things, and I think the rehearsing of the gospel is simply really going through, you know, what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news of Jesus that, you know, it's not by my works that I'm, I'm saved. Um, it's not by my good deeds that I'm forgiven. It's because of the sacrificial work of Jesus Christ on the cross that my faith in him assures me those things. And so, you know, one of those practical things that you can do, it's literally just that simple of kind of rehearsing that because, man, an overflow of that, starting with that in the morning, is I, mean, I want to praise God, right, from yeah. what He saved me from, what He saved me to, um, who He now calls me in, in, in Him, uh, what my future is. And so as I face a day of uncertainty, I, I am secure in the certitude of the reality that I have eternal life in, in Christ, that I'm loved uh, and I can rest in that. And so, you know, I, I think it is the simplicity of spending time in prayer, you know, thanking God for what he did in Christ on the cross, spending time in, in God's word as, as we can, um, being plugged in. I think, you know, things of having accountability around us. Uh, when we get isolated, it's, it's hard to really kind of focus in on, on those realities and those truths. We need people speaking into our lives, you know, yeah. and allowing us to be reminded I think, of that. I think
0: all that, too, takes intentionality, and it takes focus. Oh, exactly. Right? I mean, that's the,
1: that's the thing. You're not going to drift. You're not going to drift into a um, good, strong, healthy relationship right. with, with Christ. It It is something that, you know, you have to surrender to each and every moment of each and every day. And I, I do think, you know, depending... Uh, Grace is much more of a morning person. I'm, I'm much more of a late-night person. And yeah. so I think you have to find that time that you carve out in your day intentionally to say, I'm going to spend time alone with God in His Word. And I, I think that has a powerful uh, impact. And so, you know, that control, and then we try to complicate. And then I think there's competition, too, that kind of lends itself into us feeling like uh, we have to work for the worthiness because, um in our flesh we're competitive yeah and so it, it's almost like well i'm doing all of these things so i should be on a higher level or whatnot than this other person and so uh, again the simplicity of the gospel can be um, um we just over it, and, and we try to make ourselves out you know i can do this better than than somebody else or i am doing this better than somebody else and it's just a reminder um, and it's just christ yeah. It's just relying on Christ. He is the only one worthy. Who is worthy? No one but
0: Christ. Yeah. 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 It's good. I mean, I, I think it's so backwards <laughs> for today's world. You know, it's it's Paul says to boast in our weaknesses. You know, it's it's right. like who does that? You know, but the, yeah. you get to this point where like you you realize the man, like who am I? You know, uh, we were talking the other day and and when the lord talks to job and he's like um yeah were you there yeah that's right you where, know and it's where like were you? you you get this dress yourself that's what he said, yeah. dress yourself you get this like like oh my gosh like i am nothing without christ that's you know right. you you kind of get to this desperation point yeah. to really understand who i am where my focus is um and how to live that out so, yeah yeah well, one thing that I loved that you said was Christ is exclusively inclusive, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> social media is wild. Let me just say it, that it, it's it, wild. It, it 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 can't. And it's so in a lot of it's ways. It's so yeah. crazy what I see on social media. And, and in the in the regard to that statement, I was on, I, th- I believe it was Instagram. The other day in the ground, the ground, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a pastor Uh on there that said, um, you know, a lot of Christians believe that when Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me. Uh, a lot of Christians nowadays believe that, um, Jesus is the only way, but you're wrong, he's just one way, yeah. And I'm like, are you absolutely serious? Like oh, yeah, I'm like sure there's people the way, out yeah. there, and and I think it and and it, did it blow my mind? Sure, but that's a reality of where we Absolutely. live today, right? And so the yeah. the statement of Christ is exclusively inclusive. He is the only way, right. but everyone is welcome, right? You know, yeah. So talk about that a little bit, because I loved it. I love that statement. Yeah, I I think you, you you have to
1: understand both sides of that that coin of of salvation. Um, Exclusive in the sense that uh, he is the only way. Um, he's not just one path up a mountain that leads to God, and there are other paths up the same mountain that lead to the to the same God. You know, I've, is I've that heard universalism. I've heard universalism? Indif- I, I remember. mean, yeah, I, that, that is that is one universalism. That, okay. that, absolutely, there that everybody gets to go to heaven, right? Right. Um, you're. you're Now, there are different degrees of universalism, you know. Um, Some would say, uh, you know, God saves everybody because of the blood that Jesus Christ shed on the the cross. Uh, Others would just say, you know, basically workspace. If man is attempting to get to God, then all get there, regardless of what you call God, which obviously— if you compare all of the religious texts of the major religions and say that's the same God, you don't you you definitely don't understand right. what those not even close. those texts are, are speaking of in terms of the character and the work of God presented in those various texts. And yep. so, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I when we talk about the exclusivity of God, it, it is that there's only one gospel, right? There's only one. It's it's the good news of Jesus. And it's God's love that he sent his son Jesus to die on, on the cross. And apart from faith in Jesus, there, there is no hope. You're still in your sins. You will remain in your sins. And, and there's nothing you can do to cleanse yourself of those sins. However, he's inclusive in the sense that it doesn't matter, you know, your your race, it doesn't matter your socioeconomic background, it doesn't matter where where you where you live, uh, your location, doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter what you have not done. If you come to Christ in faith, you will be forgiven of your sins and made a new creation in Christ, and you are given eternal life as a result of that. So exclusive in the sense it's only Christ, inclusive in the sense that anybody can
0: come to Christ and he will not turn them away. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's countercultural. It's you know, I think the 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 world loves the inclusivity. Sure. Right? Oh, oh it, yeah. Everyone yeah. love everyone. That's right. You got to, you know, the Bible says so. Right. You know, there's this um just Yeah, uh, that becomes the gospel. Yeah, right? Yeah, that it's becomes just love. a say Just love
1: is the inclusivity. You welcome everybody, Right you know, um and I think the the sad part is that um, that's not a true biblical love because a true biblical love involves uh, confronting lies with truth. Um, you know, we see love displayed on the cross. That's the greatest display of love whatsoever is Christ on the cross. Well, that's a confrontation. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't just a universal, well, God just uh, let everybody come into heaven. Well, what's the point of the cross? Right. Um, and so we see that that is a confronting of the lie of Satan that, hey, you make a better God than God, and you're okay, and you know, you, you'll, you'll be all right in the end. And uh, we see that the, the crucifixion of Christ on the cross is, flies in the face of that. Uh, and, and we just live in a world that really they hate truth, yeah. and so therefore you know truth can cause division uh because you it, there, there there is a truth that and it is absolute and yeah. so people don't people don't like that you it's know? funny
0: too on that point th- we don't need to get into it but you know I've, I've heard someone say well it's my truth or your truth or what well, you know so like the, right. now there's this well and then you ask them "Well, what is truth well truth truth is absolute, right? I mean, this is true. You can't, there's no debating it, right? So when someone says, well, this is my truth, yeah, well, that statement in and of itself is contradictory to, right, right. is an absolute truth. So, I mean, it's just, (laughs) it just blows my mind, man. Well, so one last thing I wanted to kind of uh, talk about in this this recap. Uh, I loved the, just the The picture it painted for me in my head was when you talked about there is a Lord for our refreshment. Yeah. And, man, I thought about just right now. It's hot outside. It's hot, man. Like, it is miserable. It's hot. And just
1: like. I'll take it over the cold any day, though.
0: Oof, I'm backwards. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm no, about. no thanks. Bone don't sweat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So,
1: so bone don't sweat. I like the heat.
0: Come oh, on, Lord. man. But it's it's that hot summer day met with just a fresh cup of ice water. Man. Isn't like that good? you have been beat out mowing it, the you know? lawn yes. and
1: man you come in and yeah. sit down and it's get like that everything cold glass everything of tea. you
0: desire in that moment is nothing but a refreshing cold That's drink. True. Yeah, and that's the picture it painted for me when you were talking about God is there for our refreshment. Yes, and that's like a renewing. It's like a right, like an ice cold drink on a summer day. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, and it's fresh and new every morning.
1: That's the beauty of it. And yeah. I struggle with that. I think you know, I won't speak for everybody, but I think that that's something that's somewhat prevalent in the church. Um, and I'm not talking about our. I'm talking about the church universal. Sure. Is that. Uh sometimes I think we can get so caught up in losing focus on, on who God is. Our focus becomes on so many other things. And, um, you know, I, 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 won't, I won't go so much into the, the fruit versus the root. But, uh, you know, we focus on the fruit so much. And when you focus on the fruit um, to the neglect of the root, it gets toilsome. It can be get it become burdensome, and sometimes the Lord doesn't seem so refreshing, and it kind of almost seems like it's burdensome, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but the, the the fruit is promised to come, and when we put our focus on the root, who are we rooted in, if we're rooted in in Christ, He supplies all of the nutrients and the sustenance that we need to produce the fruit. And too many times, I get so focused on the fruit, and I yeah. become frustrated because there's not more fruit than i want or it's not the exact kind of fruit that i desire mm-hmm. or i'm not making progress in these areas that that i want and really it's me focusing back in on the root that is jesus and knowing that he is the living water that he is that refreshment that he loves and, and cares for me uh, died for me desires for me to, you know, experience the abundant life that He came to give all those that would repent and place their faith and trust in Him, and yeah. and, and it is, it's is, it's just, I think those times where we draw closer to the Lord, it, it's because we, we've drawn uh, from that living water, we've drawn, we're rooting ourselves deeper into Him, and it naturally just is a refreshment, because that's who He is. Uh, he's not a harsh God. He's not a taskmaster uh, you know, in many ways. He's called me friend, right? I mean, yeah. he, he is our Lord, and we must uh, look at him in reverence in that, that light. But he's not uh, going back into uh, you know, kings or, where, or First Samuel where they, they say, we don't want God, we want a human king. And he's like, man, that's not what you really want. I'm going to give you what you want, but just know that they're not going to bring refreshment. Like, they're going to be taskmasters. They're going to take from you. They're just going to take, and it's going to be burdensome and toilsome. Uh, I'm a good and a loving God, and, and really when I'm the king of your life, your lives are refreshed. And I think it's just a returning back to that, um, that God is good, and he loves us, and He and Christ refreshes our our spirit and man that that's something that i have to come back to often
0: yeah i totally agree i mean i think in ministry too it's hard not to get down and just okay where is that fruit right okay yeah like and we're a very instant
1: gratification type society these days we want everything instantly and man, god works on his own timetable you know, and um, again, I think taking our our focus off of the fruit, not that we don't inspect it, and there aren't those times that we need to see it, uh, but if we focus with a greater intensity on the root, being rooted in Christ, and the refreshment that he brings, I I just, uh, the word even says, some will produce fruit 30, 60, you know, uh, a hundredfold, and so, you will produce fruit yeah, if th- you just rest in Him.
0: Yeah, and I've heard it said, too, like, um, I think another way of looking at it is like a, a pastor, teacher on a, on a stage, right? Uh, in ministry, um, like, you need to worry about—I think this goes to all believers, but in just this analogy or whatever, but, the, the like, take care of the depth of your relationship with the Lord, and He will supply the width and right. the reach of your platform. Yeah. Right. So like in the same way the the deeper your roots go, yeah. the more fruit you probably will bear. Like right. you will bear the fruit. It's yeah. focus on the roots right. and how the, the the depth of it uh whereas, yeah. but it's so hard, man. It's so it hard. It is. Yeah. So hard.
1: yeah, that's the, you know, um that's the beauty of of uh, when we enter into his kingdom is that we will be yeah. Uh, we will be free from from all of that completely sanctified in glory and so up that along along for that day. That'll be uh do that'll be a fantastic day.
0: Well, we miss Cody today. He's down at Falls yes, Creek with yeah. the kids. And yeah, and we'll have to get Pastor B in
1: here and Pastor yeah. Robbie in here and and turn them loose uh, on yeah. the uh, community recap podcast. No that's Cap, right all truth. That's right. Uh, we'll, we'll have to put them in the game and, and um, let them share some, some wisdom and Uh, what God's doing in their life and their heart. But we do miss, we do miss Cody and all the crazy things that I'm sure they're doing down there. You're heading down um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think I'm going to go down Friday. And so just see what God is, is is doing in the lives of our students.
0: And so special place. uh, Yeah, man. Um, Looking forward to it. Well, thank you all for joining us this week on the community recap podcast. Um, We will catch you next week. Next week. Next week. um, Revelation 6. It's going to be good.
1: Yeah. Opening some seals.
0: Opening them. Yeah. Just ripping them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about naming next week's sermon, or this Sunday's sermon, uh, Seal Team 6. You should. Because that's the first (laughs) six seals that are getting opened. (laughs) But <laughs> yeah, I, you won't. No. You won't. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I went to yeah. I went a different direction. Yeah. I went in a different direction yeah. than that. That would have been, been made, cool, it, it, wouldn't it? It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't have made sense. But right. it would have been cool.
0: As long as you got a cool title. Yeah, that, I think that's all that matters, yeah. he says All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you next week. God bless.